Welcome to episode 6 of the Point Heads Podcast, the practical guide for the casual reward traveler. Today, we find out who won in the battle between Charlie and Equifax. I'll brag about shopping on Amazon, and we'll find out why points and miles is a rare case when double dipping is a good thing for everyone. Finally beat Equifax. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I've actually beaten them yet. They unfroze. I managed to get them to lift my credit freeze, but it's still to determine if I'll ever be able to use the website to manage it. Right. And then they'll never let you freeze it again? So I have it being frozen again. So it'll it'll freeze, but it's just not a guarantee that I'll, I'll be able to unfreeze it in the future. Awesome. So you got the you got it unfrozen. Yep. And you got the card? I did. I got approved hey. immediately. They ran it. They're like, perfect. It only took <laughs> two weeks. Nice. Did you did you say you called Chase? I did. So they mailed me a letter. Actually, I thought I was going to miss it because they mailed me a letter and were like, hey, we can't run the credit check. And it's like, you have to respond in 14 days. Well, I think when we talked and when we like when I did it, it was like January 2nd. And I just now today was able to like call him back and have him fix it. Wow. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm glad I got the credit card, though. Nice. Do you physically have it yet? No, it's going to be here in one to two weeks. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Oh, uh, yeah. Get that 5X grocery points. So that's awesome. Yes. You found a grocery store? Actually, all of the ones I was worried about count as groceries. Hey. Grocery stores. So that, that was pretty awesome. Did you tell the debit card guy that he needs to start accepting credit? Oh, you're right. There is that one store. So Winko? Winko, yep. I like them, but yeah, I'll probably probably avoid them just because I want to get points. Yeah. Well, after they get this bad publicity, they'll have no choice. <laughs> Start giving credit. They're, they're like a, uh, they're like a co-op and they're employee owned. So everyone loves them already because of that. So mm-hmm. I, they probably won't, they won't be motivated by the corporate, uh, like a corporate incentive, <laughs> but maybe can't win I mean, them all. That'd be awesome. So one thing I wanted to mention that I'm pretty proud of myself about, you mentioned that you do a lot of shopping at Amazon and you wanted to be able to understand like what what's the right card to do when you do your Amazon purchases. One thing that I just kind of stumbled upon last night, I, was, or I had to order a new cable for my computer and I was on Amazon just browsing the different options and all of a sudden one of them said, if you use your American Express points, we'll give you 40% off this purchase. Really? And so Amazon has this thing that's called pay with points. And you, anytime, you know, when you're in Amazon, every time you put in a credit card, it saves it. And so they have a pay with points feature. And so if you have a credit card saved on Amazon that also has these transferable points that we talked about associated with it, you can enroll those transferable points and have the option any checkout to pay with points. And then every once in a while we've been reading and it's never happened to us until last night that if you have your card enrolled to pay with points, Amazon will give you targeted promotions that say, if you pay with points on this purchase, we'll give you this much off. So finally it happened last night. And my, I told you that I have the the one-sided love relationship with Amex. So they don't, don't love me. So I actually had 10 points in my account, worked very hard to get those 10 points. 
And the purchase, it said something like I had to pay 9,000 points if I wanted to pay with points for this purchase, but I only had 10 in my account, but they were going to give me 40% off no matter how many points I used to deduct from the purchase. Generally with Amazon, you don't want to pay with points because it's not a great, it's not even like one cent worth of points. If you purchase with Amex, I think in the the one they gave me, it was like 0.7 or 0.8. So it's worse than just getting cash back for those points. So I would have been better off just getting the cash back and then paying with the cash that I got from those points. But anyways, so I had 10 points and they said, if you pay with points, we'll give you 40% off your purchase. And so I said, what if instead of paying 10, I only pay with one point? And we've read about this on a couple of blogs over the last year, but we've never been targeted. So we never really paid attention, but I paid one point and it took one cent off my purchase, but then it still gave me the 40% off. So with that one point, I ended up saving about $25 off the purchase just by using one Amex point. And so I'm very proud of myself because I don't shop very often. And I finally, <laughs> finally did that's shop. Awesome. I finally got to have a use for my Amex points that I worked very hard to get 10 of. That's awesome. So, this, so yeah, the the value, little... That seems like a tip that makes this podcast entirely worth it. Like that, yes. that's a sweet hack. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to be targeted. So I think we enrolled maybe if it was before Christmas. So we've had it probably maybe in October. So when you saw it and it just, it just said like, there's a pay with points in Amazon and you click on there and you can kind of enroll. You can say, I have Chase Ultimate Rewards or I have AMX membership points. Or I have, I think they even support Discover. I have Discover Reward points. And then as long as you have them there, then they will send you just, there's probably some algorithm that decides when's the right time to send it to you to get you to buy stuff. And so last night was it for us. So I was very, very excited. We only have to use one point. Now the, the caveat is that we were reading and we were a little bit hesitant to sign up because we heard that Amazon kind of struggles with what's your default credit card and what's your default payment method. And sometimes when people sign up to pay with points, it becomes their default payment method. And so if you spend mm. you know, $100 and it thinks your default payment method is to use your points, then that $100 is going to turn into... I don't know what it was, maybe 10, 11, 12,000 points that you're just going to put into that purchase. And if you're not really being careful, then you just lost 12,000 points on something that you didn't want to lose them on. So you got to be, we, we've heard, it's, it hasn't happened to us, but we've heard that it's easy to accidentally have that as your default payment, or sometimes Amazon will screw it up and make it your default payment. So every time you check out, if you have that enrolled, you have to be very careful that yes, I'm using this credit card and I intend to use this credit card or I'm using these points and I intend to use these points. But as long as you're careful with the checkout, it seems like you can be targeted for some pretty cool stuff. That's pretty neat. I, I guess I'm having a little bit of like uh, uh, horror scenarios where it's like you accidentally renew your Prime membership. <laughs> that would be interesting, yeah. Yeah, we've had we've had a lot of trouble with like the the Prime membership where we have Amazon Music and we keep putting our default card, and then somehow it keeps changing. I think if we like make a purchase with another card in between, then it uses that card when it comes to like the auto pay stuff. And so we've we've had trouble with that we haven't had any points being used. But the nice thing was I got the email from Amex right away and it said thank you for using your one membership point to make your Amazon purchase, and so. 
like hopefully if that ever happens we would see that and we could go in and be like nope that was not supposed to happen cancel this order yeah and i think at least for me now that i've done the kind of looked at credit cards and i'm looking at them a little bit with a new light i definitely pay more attention to that because it's almost like even in amazon it's like which well I guess Amazon, I'd probably use one credit card generally for it because it would be like optimizing a particular category. But yeah, I'm definitely more conscious of which credit card I'm using to buy what, so. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, I know we have to talk about double dipping. So we've we've gone through the basic steps so far. We've talked about everything we need to get ready, how to stay organized, how to stay secure, <laughs> freezing your credit so that you can't unfreeze it when you want to apply for a credit card. Uh, but now you've you finally applied for one. You have a list of the credit cards you have. You have an idea of where you should be using those credit cards and how you can get the those base points. So we talked a little bit about those temporal offers that you can sign in and, and see what kind of deals they're offering you with the credit cards that you have. And so the next step in that progression of maximizing your earnings is called double dipping. And basically what that is, every time you shop somewhere and you use your card, you get the whatever points back that card is offering. You can also, when you shop online or go out to eat, you can earn points on top of what your credit card gives you. So there's the frequent flyer programs and some of the hotel programs and some of the transferable point programs will have shopping portals. And if you purchase things through their shopping portals, basically they get a referral bonus for sending you to whatever website you go on to shop online. And then they will give some of that bonus back to you. And so I think one of the most popular ones uh, was Ebates. And uh, Ebates is now called Rakuten. And that's uh, just cash back, but there's actually a, a trick. Actually, if you have a, a card that gives you Amex membership points, you can actually sign up with Rakuten and link your Amex card and you'll get Amex points through Rakuten. But the same way that the Ebates and now Rakuten give you that kind of referral or part of that referral bonus that they get to send you those cards, these other programs have it. And so that's uh, the best way that you can double dip is... Uh, just shopping online. Every time you go online, go through one of these programs and there's a very easy way to do it. So you don't have to remember to log into every program individually. There's a website called Cashback Monitor. Basically, you can search for the place that you're about to do your online shopping at. And it's basically, you know, all the big chains except for Amazon. Of course, Amazon's got its own own little empire, so they don't need the referral bonuses. But every other major chain is pretty much on there. And if you search for whatever chain you're about to shop with, they will give you a list of every referral program that's available that's offering bonuses for that website. And so you can look through that list and some of them will be offering like one point per dollar. Some of them will be running offering two points per dollar. Some of them will be having like some kind of temporary deal going on that they'll give you up to 10 or 15, sometimes even 20 points per dollar. And so you can kind of look at all of them on the same page. And it's really nice to see them all that way. So if you're not really desperate to renew points in a particular area, you can just double dip and just take whatever is offering the maximum back at that point. We talked about the different points have different valuations and you can actually log in and put in what your valuation is for every program. 
so that when they give you how many points per dollars, it'll also tell you how much percent cash back that is. So you can actually compare percent to percent and apples to apples and not have to remember what you thought those points were worth at any point. I guess a success story that we've had when my wife was looking to get a new laptop last year. And it just so happened that American Airlines was offering a promo of 10 points per dollar spent on Apple. And of course, she was getting an Apple laptop, which is over a thousand dollars. And, you know, we're getting 10x points back. And so we got 10,000, over 10,000 American Airlines points just by going through Cashback Monitor. We haven't been able to spend those 10,000 points yet, but someday we will. And I should mention that there's a competing one called evrewards.com. They, I don't think they're as good. One, they don't let you customize the point value. And another is, I don't think they have as big of a database. Interesting. I'm looking at it now. I see that like Walmart best rate 4%. This is really cool. Yeah. The other nice thing is it's, it has a bunch of like the, the Rakuten equivalents. So like off the top of my head, there's top cash back, but, but yeah, there's, there's other ones. If you just want cash back, it'll give you an extra bonus. So you can use a credit card, get the points but you can still also get cash back at the same time. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. I'm looking at it now. I'm, I'm on like the credit card points and I'm going through all the different companies. Did you buy anything yet? Uh, no, <laughs> I've got, my, I need my card. <laughs> so it's still two weeks before I become a, like can actually do fun stuff. Yeah. I see like points per dollar and stuff. So this, all the points there, are they points? You said double dipping. So it's like what I would get plus. Yep. So you get, you get the regular points for using your credit card, and then you'll get these points through whatever program you go through. Um, so like, for instance, with Chase, Chase has their own shopping portal. And so if you have a freedom, let's just see, you said you're looking at Walmart. Yep. So if we go to Walmart, you can see under credit card points, they have a Chase Ultimate Rewards with a parentheses freedom, and they'll give you one point per dollar. So if you used your Freedom card to shop at Walmart, you would get one point per dollar for using your card. But if you went through the Chase shopping portal by clicking on this link, it'll take you directly to their shopping portal. It'll give you another point. So you're essentially getting two points per dollar spent at Walmart for that purchase. Mm, okay. Yeah. The other nice thing about it is if you have, as, as we get more into it and we start kind of putting your transferable points into these airlines and hotel programs, you'll occasionally have residual points there. And if those programs are expiring points, this is a great way to kind of top them up quickly. If you're, you know, saying you're making a purchase and you can go through American, if your American points are going to expire in a couple months, you can just, you know, use the American Advantage shopping portal, buy something that you were already going to buy, and then you're good for another, I don't have, I don't remember how long it is, 18 months, I think, with American. Um, so you you do that once every 18 months and those residual points that you have kind of lingering around in those programs can stay active for you. Interesting. Okay. I just tried logging in and it shows like my credit cards and like, uh, which ones like, so you get to pick which credit card you want to essentially log in and make purchases with. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Interesting. The website looks like it was made in like 2000, but cashback monitor website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny they they show you like how many views it's had. So it doesn't tell you how long they've been tracking it, but like Walmart right now says 514 views. I'm wondering is that all time or is that 
today? <laughs> Since the beginning of time, based on that. Since 1990, website. when they created the website. So, so yeah, that's, that's how you can double dip by shopping online. And anytime you shop online, if you think about it, go to cashbackmonitor.com first and see if wherever you're planning on shopping is there. If it is, click on the link that you want to go on and get that, that double dipping right there. The other way to double dip is by dining. Anytime you dine at a restaurant, there's it's rewardsnetwork.com is kind of this program where uh, frequent flyer programs and hotel programs and a couple just cashback programs uh, have accounts. And what it does is it tracks your credit card purchases. And anytime your credit card is in a purchased at a restaurant that is within that rewards network program, they will give you a certain amount of points based on that restaurant purchase. How it works is you sign up for one of the programs. So we'll say United, I think it's like dining.mileageplus.com. And then they'll you sign up, you create an account there, and then it'll ask you to link your credit cards. And so you'll put in your credit card number and then it starts tracking every purchase on that credit card. Every time you go to a restaurant, it's automatically updated. And so you double dip there because when you go to a restaurant, let's say you link your Freedom Unlimited card, then when you make a purchase at a restaurant, you'll get your three points per dollar by dining out and purchasing with the Freedom. If you went to a restaurant that was within this program, you would also get up to three or five points per dollar in the program that you've linked your card to. Oh, okay. So that's a, a pretty, another pretty powerful way. And it's not quite as flexible as the shopping online because it doesn't have as many options. There'll be some local options and then some kind of chain options for us um, where we live. There's actually one restaurant that we think is one of the best in the city where we live. And we're pretty excited it's in that program because it's one that we want to frequent. The other ones are kind of not quite as exciting. So you kind of, um, every once in a while, we'll go to a place and not realize that it was linked to the program. And then we'll see that, you know, we'll get the email that says, thanks for shopping with our program. And, yeah, great. We didn't plan on it, but it's good to get the points when you can. But that's, that's really cool. That's another, yeah, that, that's another good way if you've got expiring points um, that you can kind of look up where those restaurants are and say, hey, maybe we'll go have just a, a quick bite somewhere at one of these places and top up those points at that place. Gotcha. That makes, actually, that is cool. Yeah, I'm glad. I wonder why they have these. Like, they're, I guess it's just more more promotions, more referrals. Mm-hmm. More promotions, more referrals. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's, I guess it it's probably depends on the place. Maybe they need the referral bonuses just to get more traffic. That makes, yeah. Oh, there we go. Got my video gone finally. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great. We need to get this on YouTube so everyone can enjoy that background. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a Nike background that I, I borrowed from work. Yeah. Oh, see I, see this, I see the swish. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I saw, I was looking, so I work at Nike and I, I looked at the, um, I get four points for purchases for buying Nike stuff through their, the girl. I don't know if that beats nice. the employee discount though. So it'd be awesome yeah. if I could get employee discount plus. Plus that. Yeah. One thing I should say about the shopping online is you have to go through that link and then buy it uh, without exiting that tab that opens up. 
So one of the things that we do, because, you know, if you're really just kind of browsing and spending a long time, one of the things that we'll do is we'll just fill up the shopping cart and then close out of everything. And then we'll go to cashback monitor after the shopping cart's already been filled up and click on the link that way so that we know like that's the last kind of path that we went to that website. Ah, gotcha. So do you have, do you know, like on a ballpark, like how many points you got using that? Good question. Actually, they sent us, I'm sure I could probably could have told you or pulled up an email if you asked me a month ago that they sent like an end of year summary. So I know we got a, a ton on American Airlines just because of that one purchase where we got over 10,000 points. Um, but other than that, we had, we had one big purchase on topcashback.com. And that's why I remember that one. They were offering, I think, like 4% back at Newegg when I got my desktop. Mm, and okay. my desktop was a beast. So we got a good over, I think, close to $100 on that deal. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm that nerd that has that, that gaming desktop that doesn't game with it, just programs with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I, no, I do play some games. So I, yeah, similar boat. Yeah. So that's everything I want to say. Oh, the other thing is, I guess I didn't mention that Rakuten is in the dining program and then also on the shopping online program. And that can be Amex membership rewards if you link your membership rewards to Rakuten, which is a pretty awesome thing because it's the same. So they'll give you like one, if it's 1% cash back on the purchase, you can also have then one Amex membership reward point. And we've talked that the Amex membership reward points are one cent per point minimum. Uh, and if you use them for other stuff, they could be very lucrative. So it's a nice way to kind of maximize your earnings, just even going through Rakuten. Oh, cool. Okay. So that'll be actually, I guess like someday when my card gets here, next thing that I'm going to yeah. do is start double dipping. <laughs> yeah. You can double dip with any of your cards now, if you have anything you need to buy. That's true. Yeah. Don't need to wait. I wonder if I can get my water heater through. <laughs> Like yeah, buy it, do the promotion, great. and then also like double up on like points per dollar, maybe. Yeah, that's actually one thing we haven't mentioned. Um, but we we did talk about that your things like buying a water heater, often you can't really use your credit card as easily, or like if you're doing any kind of like renovations or something. Um, if people aren't accepting credit cards, there are some services, especially like with you working on your bonus, there are some services. One of them is called Plastic, uh, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q, plastic.com. And essentially, if you need to send someone a check to pay for something, you can use your credit card to pay Plastic, and then Plastic sends the check. And that's a, a quick way. Um, it's usually not worth it unless you are working on a bonus, because then, as we talked about, if if you have to pay. So generally you won't get that back with your normal credit card rewards. Mm -hmm. But, but if you are working on a bonus, you, you know, those bonuses could be in your case, your bonus is 40% back. Really. You're getting $200 off of $500 spend. So that's a great time where uh, paying an extra 2.5% to hit a bonus like that isn't such a big deal. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they probably, probably credit cards don't get discounts on buying cars, but I imagine like the bigger the purchase, like the more 2% becomes, well, yeah, 2% of 40,000 is still a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Or well, two, is, is relatively small compared to the total sum. Yeah. Yeah. 
and there's there's a, a lot of games that people can play um if you if you use services like plastic um you can also do things like um buying gift cards and then converting the gift cards to money it, it's a whole game of it's called manufacturing spend and obviously credit card companies don't appreciate people doing that um but there are a lot of people that are taking advantage of kind of those little loopholes where it can you know if you're only living off as you said like $50,000 a year you can actually spend up to 100,000 on your credit card and kind of have ways to like get that money coming back to you mm. um i don't i don't want to talk too much about that here because it's not something that we've really tried and it's getting shut down in a lot of places so i think you kind of have to be an expert and understand exactly what you're doing to make something like that work but plastic is kind of one of those like i think ethically acceptable <laughs> ways that you can kind of do that and just put more money on your credit card than you otherwise would be available mm, okay actually the other thing i didn't really think about so like this learning experience like uh, with equifax and stuff is I learned the importance of credit limits. I know we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but my like initial Capital One credit card had a uh, like a credit limit of fifteen hundred bucks. So it's like nice. when you're going through the process, I found out it's like very important to know what that upper limit is. So it's like imagine you do it and you get like approved for a Capital Venture card, and imagine like you haven't have no credit history. So maybe your like credit limit is like fifteen hundred bucks. I wonder if there's well, you'd probably not be approved for the credit card, but I, I wonder if there's situations where it's like, depending on your credit history, whatever the credit limit is that's offered, if it's like close to what the amount is that needs to, that you actually need to achieve your bonus, it might, that might be something to consider on whether you want to shoot for that bonus or not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We had, we've actually had that experience where uh, we talked that we both have a a small single member LLC. And I just mentioned that I bought this desktop for my business last year. And I had, I applied for a business credit card and it was the first one ever. And they asked like, how much do I plan on spending and how much do I make? And it's like, I don't plan on spending much. I spent, and so I just put like $300 a month. And then I was like, they're probably not going to let me get that $3,000 spend that I needed to hit to get the bonus. <laughs> um, but I think they gave me like $5,000 and then I bought this desktop, which like covered the whole minimum <laughs> that I needed to spend on it. And that's like my purchase for the year for my business. So I was like, yeah, but I'll spend 3000 in the year, but it's going to be in one purchase. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. But luckily like they gave me just above the limit that I needed or else I wouldn't have been able to do it. Did you get hit with a, uh, cause I, I looked at my credit score. I got like docked, I think like 40 points by Equifax, of course. TransUnion didn't care. But um, uh, when I, I must have hit close to 50% credit utilization on my Capital One card. And that ended up resulting in a 40 point hit. So even, yeah. but I guess if you're not, credit scores only matter if you're applying for credit. So <laughs> maybe it doesn't yeah. matter, you know, reward. You'll, you'll essentially recover because, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I know you asked me kind of how my credit score has been hit as I've been opening and closing cards. And so I looked at the nice thing about Credit Karma is it has that graph of your scores over the last year. So I looked at it 
and it's all been pretty consistent. There was only one time that it dipped and it was exactly what you talked about where I open a card and I, and we hit the minimum, we had a big purchase coming up. So we put it on that card to hit the minimum spend. And then as you open the card, it ends up being like two months before you have to pay that off because it's a month before the first statement. And then a month after where you have to pay for that first statement. And so we had that huge total just sitting on that card for two months. And you can see on credit karma that my score just dipped while we had that card and that amount sitting on that card. And then as soon as I paid it off, it just went right back where it was. Oh, cool. So it's, okay. it's, it's pretty clear. It's, it's kind of interesting because it like, the cards that we open and the cards that we closed compared to that big purchase that we made were nothing. They were just kind of like little blips in my score. And then this one was just like a big tank that sat there for exactly two months until we paid it off. Mm. Um, but if, I mean, if we were worried about the credit within those two months, we could have paid it off earlier. Um, but I wasn't going to open another card, as you said. So I didn't care that my credit was lower at the time and there's no point in paying it off until we needed to pay it off. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I think the moral of that story, I think, is that the credit utilization, like you said, is the the big factor there is gonna make the biggest dent. Not not so much how many you've opened and how many you close. How many you've opened, I think, just makes the biggest impact on whether you'll get accepted for a new card with that company. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know my the reason I mine is kind of fresh in my memory was it happened right when right during this month-long process of trying to get this card. And I was like, I was thinking, it's like, oh gosh, my credit just got hit. Does that mean like I go through all this effort and then that finally I have it like unfrozen and apply and they're like, sorry, your credit score uh, recently <laughs> dropped 40 <laughs> points. I was like, no. terrible. But fortunately, yeah, they approved it. But that scared That's me a little nice. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should say, I guess, for people that that is a concern, one of the nice things about Credit Karma is they'll show you when the the company sends that report out or so like if you have a chase card it'll show you when chase sends that report and so what you can do is just you know like three or four days before that date pay off that card and then instead of showing your balance it'll just show zero every month and so if that if it was something where your normal monthly balance hits your credit every month you can pay that off before they report it and then it's always zero Gotcha. Makes sense. Yep. And actually I got a uh, email notification like immediately, like today, like I was on the, having a conversation with the credit card agent to uh, like process the application. And like, she said, all right, I need to run a uh, credit inquiry right now. And so she ran it. And I literally like at the same time got a email notification, like, Hey, there's a query hit or a credit query. Um, were you expecting this? So credit card nice. is awesome. I definitely, like them a lot more than Equifax. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's a low bar to like them more than Equifax. Yep. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, when now we know about double dipping. We know how to earn just with the cards you have. You've got a card coming, got a bonus to hit, 20,000 points coming in your account within 90 days. You're on your way to start racking up some points and then start dreaming and using yeah. points we're actually st supposed to be in phoenix right now we're supposed to be landing in phoenix in like an hour and it's another cancellation it's very sad uh, but we got another point heads podcast out of it <laughs> <laughs> if we we're in phoenix we wouldn't have this podcast this week well that's good yeah silver lining i guess
Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah. I'm interested in next next steps. Finally, it's like now the I can kind of move forward with the process of getting into it. It was a little bit of buzzkill, but now I'm super excited again. And episode six is complete. If you have questions about today's content, find us on Twitter at PointHeads or send an email to podcast at pointheads.com. Everything discussed here is the sole opinion of Mark and Charlie. We are not receiving compensation for any of the products or ideas mentioned in today's episode.